0: The Meat Improv!
1: Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the storytelling and improv comedy podcast where we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we and
2: do, Jake? Jake. Oh, well then we use those stories and conversations to do long form improvised comedy.
1: That's right. Um, and as I'm sure I don't need to say to everyone out there, <laughs> what strange times we are in. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we are recording remotely um, with the program. We're just sort of testing out. I'm trying to make my audio not blow out as I speak right now. Um, but there you go. So forgive any of the technical issues that may pop up here. We're doing our best. Um, yeah. Uh, little business. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash themeatimprov. You can get a weekly uh, episode where we talk about improv theory, stuff Jake and I are doing in our classrooms. Uh, uh, and we also have a Discord channel. Um, yeah, patreon.com slash Uh In addition to that, Jake and I are hosting a bunch of... <laughs> Uh, workshops jams some of them free so if you're interested in any of that uh look us up on instagram social media it's all there right jake there's anything else i should right. say yeah <laughs> oh,
0: that's it.
1: all right well let's introduce our guest. uh you know him from the dragons from hip-hop penguin from the time he played a junkie on key and peel ladies and gentlemen <laughs> uh, oh. it's jacob Womack. <laughs>
3: That's true. I love. I loved that role.
1: <laughs> I was I saw, sworn to play. <laughs> I saw. That. I remember the first time I saw that. I was like, "Is that Womack?" <laughs> I had to like rewind it. Um,
0: yeah. Thanks anyway. for
3: you guys, uh, fun to be on this new experimental way we're podcasting. It's a real honor to break the ice here.
2: Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the plunge with us.
3: Anytime, dude. Anytime. If it's a plunge into a new direction or if it's just the way we always have done things, I am
1: down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to be joined a little bit later by a, a, another guest, um, Dr. Brian, who uh, who's, was on the show in January talking about his work fighting Ebola in Africa and his experience as an ER doctor. And guess what? He's in the, he's fighting Corona, too. Uh, so we'll talk to him He's going to join at some point in this uh, recording slash computer phone call. Um, but I guess let's just shoot the shit a little bit up top. So uh, <laughs> how are you all yeah. staying sane in this?
3: Um, I mean, a lot of video chatting, a lot of uh, checking in. I think I'm checking in with my family and stuff more than I have in years, which like we talk pretty regularly, even weekly, but like now it's more daily and I had to talk my parents into like not going out as much. My mom was easy to convince, but my dad—he he's a drummer, and he really—it was really hard for him to put up the sticks and and not go out. He played a few gigs as this was happening, where I was like, "Dude, don't play these." Also, in where my dad lives, where my parents live, you can still smoke in a lot of the bars, so it's just like it's nasty <laughs> anyway. But just like. Uh, even more so during these times, obviously, and they have been shut down since, but he did sneak in a couple gigs before, like he caught like real wind or actually not caught wind, but like took the thing seriously, you know? And then what actually happened was that like someone, he heard that someone that was there's wife was sick. So that he kind of, he got scared straight. So that's what it took for, uh, my dad. And I also have like, I have a, my grandmother is in Texas and she's 91 and is getting a little like cabin fever. She lives by herself and my dad's brother, they're trying to take her like to like a lake house or something to, to give her some excitement or something to do. And it's just like, man, now's not the time for this shit. Um,
1: <laughs> To get go jet skiing or
3: something. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. My grandma out there on the jet ski. She, <laughs> does, <laughs> she can't get enough of that. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it seems to be that there's a generational thing here because, like, my parents are going to church. Uh, they were, they did until they the church shut down. Uh, I, they were like, "We can't live in fear. We have to go to church." And I was like, "I don't know about that, man." <laughs> I mean, aren't
3: the priests on Zoom yet? I mean,
1: like, I think they're trying to figure that out. But can you imagine? Like, she, they live in like basically a retirement community, trying to get all them onto like a video chat. Like, that would be, I'd love to that watch be watch harder than coming. Up. <laughs> <laughs> that might be harder than coming up with a vaccine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, what about you,
2: Jake? You, is everyone in your family behaving? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, my dad doesn't go out much, anyways. He's kind of built for this. Uh, <laughs> he um, was ready for it, yeah. He's been ready for it for 30 years. Um, <laughs> and uh, my mom, like, her and her friend went camping, they were like camping when all this happened. Uh, which seemed like a pretty solid place, but then they started closing down the campsites um uh so she just came home, but she's also got no problem, sort of just like hunkering down. They're actually the most i mean I think they share the attitude that it sounds like your parents share at least in the sense of like of everybody I talk to, my parents are the most sort of relaxed about this whole situation, um, yeah. I I think it's a generational thing. I don't know. Yeah, could be.
1: Um, well, let's introduce, you just popped on the line, uh, our guest, a returning guest, uh, and I think we can call him a meathead, <laughs> an official meathead. Uh, we'll just call him Dr. Brian. Uh, welcome back, Brian.
4: Hey, thanks. Hope you guys are doing well
1: we're doing are you uh, kidding
0: yeah i know
1: <laughs> brian's out there in the front lines and he's hoping <laughs> hoping our instagram story productions are going
0: okay
1: <laughs> i mean they're so stressful
0: <laughs>
1: yeah it's a stressful time to be making content um how are you brian how like uh, i guess that's kind of open ended but i guess just to continue we're going to talk to you a little bit more about in detail but
0: yeah
1: how have you found the, the... how How's your family handling it? You're a doctor. They should listen to you.
4: Yeah, they're not going to... I mean, they're not going to listen to me. But <laughs> but my my mother is more terrified of this than kind of uh, most people. So she just kind of locked herself in the house and hoarded baby wipes and cleaning supplies a month ago. Um, my dad's right. still sort of trying to live his life and go out or discouraging him from doing that as much as possible. <laughs>
1: Going out to do like what? Like just like go to eat or something yeah, like that? Yeah, go
4: golfing or go to – I mean there's no more – I'm, I'm from like a small town in Pennsylvania, so there uh, there's not as much to do. Um, I think he would have gone to church if they wouldn't have canceled it and, you know, he's going to go to a basketball game and they, they keep canceling things that will get him sick at the last second. So we've gotten lucky <laughs> with that. <laughs>
3: That's so wild to me. I expect my parents to not listen to me, but you being a doctor and they're still like, uh, whatever. Um, I,
4: my dad's a doctor too. So and I don't know if they'll ever gonna, my mother calls to give me advice about coronavirus.
2: We see, uh, uh, Brian, uh, Brian's dad, uh, <laughs> uh, and his, uh, and Brian in a car, uh, driving to, um, <laughs> uh, driving to their, uh, the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> it's just, it'll just be good to get a nice steak is all I'm saying. We'll get a steak and then we'll go home. We can't, man. We can't, we can't go
1: get a steak, dad. Okay. Um, uh, I I thought we were just going out to get some essential like groceries here. Now you're you've turned this into a whole afternoon.
2: Yeah, I want to spend time with you. Is that so bad? I want to look at this. The parking lot is empty. Yes, uh, it's empty. It's empty because no one's here. I don't even think. Look at the the restaurant shut down. Great, that'll answer it. That answers. see a hand turn the open sign to close. <laughs> All right. Fine. See? Um, Hmm. see it's closed right they're doing the responsible thing god okay fine we'll uh go shoot nine holes of golf uh let's go <laughs> i don't want i don't
1: want to golf i, I actually don't like golfing anyways pops look, let's just hey.
2: oh because it's an old sport a sport for old retired people i'm gonna get you out on the, out on those links and you're gonna see what a good time <laughs> we're gonna have
1: i don't okay <laughs> we can go by the golf course, you know, we can't actually drive around. I like this time. I like talking to you. Let's just drive Great. to the golf course.
2: Great. Um, they, they have a bit of a dress code at the club, so we're going to have to pick you up some clothes at a Target.
1: I don't want to go to Target.
2: <laughs> I don't want to ring, go to ring, Target. Brian's phone. Ring, 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 Brian's phone. ring. One ring. second,
3: Dad. Ring, ring. Hello, Dr. Brian. Hey, Brian. It's, uh, hey, it's your mom. Hey. Hey, How Mom. Are you? Hey, um, I just wanted to make sure that you've been washing your hands uh, today.
0: And yes, for of course.
3: Least, you've been doing it for at least 20 seconds each time?
1: Yeah, I've been singing happy birthday to myself
0: for...
3: How many times? I you're just supposed to sing just it want- two times. If you're, only, if you're only singing it one time, that's not, not long enough, little Bri-Bri. You got to listen I- to your mom about this medical stuff, okay? You think you're a big boy because you're a doctor, but I know more than you because I'm your mommy.
1: I, I wish that I know mom, I appreciate your concern. Okay. I promise you I'm washing my hands enough. Uh, I'm taking right. all the precautions. I have to take precautions cause I'm working. I'm on the front lines of this thing. So, um, uh, I sent you a mask. Uh, I sent, I, I sent you a
3: couple masks that I sewed. Okay. And they say, thank you they say my little bri bri on the front. Okay. So, and, and I put my number on there. So if you're with a patient and they need any medical advice, they can call me. Okay. So I, put well, my, I have my phone number on every mask I'm sending you. Well,
1: I have your phone number already and I'll be giving my patients their own advice. Thank you, mom. I appreciate your concern. Uh, but you know, I'm a big, I'm a big boy now. I keep trying to tell you that. Okay, whatever, Bri, Bri. I'm going to jump back on WebMD and give some more advice to people. I'll talk
3: to you don't, later.
2: Don't do that. Hey, all it's
3: right, what right. I was built to do. It's what I was built to do.
2: Bye, baby. Bye, Mommy. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to pull into this Fazoli's uh, Italian <laughs> food to go. You don't even like Italian food. What is this? <laughs> I can find something to eat. I can, We've all got to make sacrifices at this time, okay? Uh, Okay. <laughs> we have plenty of food in the car.
1: Okay. We have plenty. We have plenty of stuff at home already. I don't know why I agreed to this. You don't want any Italian food to go? Fast food uh, Italian food? It's not the smartest thing, but yeah, if you're going anyway, get me some ravioli.
2: Okay. I get you a little ravioli.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Fazoli's, how can I help you?
2: Hi, yeah, um, I'm uh, just enjoying a day with my son, and we wanted to get a little uh, fast food Italian. Oh,
3: so, smart choice, smart choice.
2: Um, uh, can could could we get a ravioli, um, a couple of those handmade cannolis? You got it. Uh, and um, you got any of those garlic knots?
3: Oh, we're stocked full, we're stocked full, yeah. Do you want to supersize the ravioli?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
3: <laughs> great, great. All right. So that's one super-sized uh, ravioli, uh, a few cannolis, uh, and some bread, some bread knots, some garlic knots, right?
0: Yeah. A sign, that's,
1: that's a sign on the window says, free, free kiss with every purchase.
3: <laughs> hey, is there any way I can talk you guys into coming in to dine?
2: <laughs> Are you kidding? I'd love that. I got, we got one of those red and white checkered tablecloths.
3: Yeah, you know we do. This is Fazoli's.
2: Dad, I don't want to come in there. Come on. <laughs> do Go inside. Let's go inside and get a kiss from whoever's on the other end of this <laughs> line. I, don't, uh, I thought we were getting ravioli to go. Jeez.
1: All right, fine. I'll put on one of these masks. <laughs> I have my truck. I put it on. Good. To dad. Great. They They go inside. Hey, what's with the mask? You don't trust Fazoli? I didn't. We, we, it's actually us being considerate. You know, it's yeah. it's the people with the mask that aren't spreading it.
3: Yeah, Ryan, don't it be
0: rude.
3: rude. Just... Me, <laughs> I'm let's not being rude. Let's, come on, pucker up, young young man. Pucker up.
1: I I work in a hospital. I'm just trying not to be contagious to you. I promise this is not, it has nothing to do with the situation in Italy. I'm not being like offensive in that way. Uh, (laughs) I I understand.
3: Go ahead. Take a seat. I'll bring out your jumbo size, super size ravioli in a second. Are you splitting that? What did you say? Um, We were going to. Okay. We're going to split it. it. There is an extra charge for split, but I'll waive it for today. I'll waive it. I'll waive it. Great.
2: Good. 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 Great. Um, We see a violin player with a (laughs) rose in his teeth in the corner. Brian, give this guy a couple of bucks.
1: (laughs) I don't want him to come over here.
0: Oh
1: my God. He's got a whole band behind him. They come over and hold hands with Brian and uh, (laughs) Brian's dad and start going around the table. (laughs) When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a You cut inside to CIA headquarters. All the head honchos are around the table. Uh, a big man, um, the boss walks in. (laughs) All right, fellas, as you know, this is a national emergency. We need all hands on deck. Um, thank you for coming in on such short notice. I know we're all overworked, overtired, got a lot on our plate, but, uh, these are the times we've been training for these. This is the mission. This is the type of stuff that, uh, you know, this is go time. So all hands on deck. Uh, okay. Jenkins, I see you have something out there about uh, your, your, you something about science and a vaccine. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Do me a favor. Shove that up your ass. We don't need any work on that right now. Uh, uh, Riley. <laughs> <What? Yeah. laughs> I see you've got some sort of plan for like uh, uh, containment strategies. Uh, uh, right out rolling out yeah. the military to control all this? Is that what I see on your plate? Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Why don't you go ahead and turn that into a paper airplane and throw it out the window? Sir, if I may? Um, if you may, shut the fuck up for a second.
3: Sir, if you're a big man.
1: You're, you're, you're kind of intimidating right now. Yeah, I'm, and I'm trying to be. Because we have a situation here. We have the hardest challenge we're ever going to face. I need to figure out how to get my Aunt Karen on a video chat. <laughs>
3: I mean, I can help you with that, sir. And then we can move on to the pressing matters at hand.
1: You think you can help me with that, huh? Hot shot. What do you got? Two years in the agency? Uh, Three and a half, sir. Three and a half. All right. Yeah. Well, why don't we take the pacifier out your fucking mouth and see if we can put it to some good use? Because I've been on the phone with my Aunt Karen all day Sunday trying to to explain to her what a Google Hangout is. And uh, I'm getting nowhere with this. All right. And I'm told it's an epidemic. I'm told boomers all over the country uh, are struggling. So if you want to get on the phone with her and try to show her how to use this, you're more than welcome. Okay, hot shot. We cut to Aunt Karen. All right, nurse.
3: Nurse. Yes. What the hell? I... You've been gone for 30 minutes. You just left in the middle of talking about Google Hangouts and you just walked out with no information.
2: What? That No, I gave you all the information. Go to Google Hangouts and then you type in the email of the person you want to talk to. Do you even care about my life? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Google Hangouts has to do with all of that. I gave you a bath, a uh you're incontinent. I changed that. And I explained Google Hangouts. I've got a whole I've got a whole caseload to look at.
3: Fine. Well just know me and the rest of the people my age are going through something very painful right now, and that's a lack of video chatting with our loved ones. It's too hard.
2: I explained it. Look. <sighs> <laughs> Here, this is your Google Hangouts. You put in your email address. I don't have um, an
3: email. That's what I've been saying the whole time. I've never had an email. Let's see. What see did a, you type? We see a pigeon fly up to
1: the windowsill. Oh, like, ex- uh, it's a note from my husband. <laughs> what? It's just a receipt from Arby's.
3: <laughs> it looks like Dan went to Arby's again. Look, he gets the same thing every time. Five cheddar beefs. <laughs> it's so cute how he sends these over via pigeon.
2: I I don't know that that was sent from your husband, to be honest. And I also think if it was, it's not cute. If you have a husband, he shouldn't have put you in this home by
3: yourself. <laughs>
2: He's perfectly healthy.
3: I'm not. We're not as good of a math as we once were.
0: Oh
2: my God. How do you get an email? You just, uh, you go to, you can typically do Gmail, Uh, you go to Google um we cut to anytime. the same
1: nurse talking
2: to just a room full of
1: these older people uh trying to explain <laughs> in, in the oh
2: same boy, way
0: from the top <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a computer
2: could you start before that <laughs> start before that you want me to start you want me to start from walking into the room and then
1: introducing
2: myself we want you you to explain the concept of a computer thank you hi i'm karen (laughs) the nurse
1: what oh that's interesting this is also karen she's she's the one you were trying to help originally yeah trying yeah you (laughs) were
2: Yes, we have the same name. What I'm holding in front of me is a computer. Are you Did Irish? You- Karen's Irish. Yeah.
3: What's your surname? What's your, <laughs> <her> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, uh, Smith. Uh, I don't know. He he Irish. Irish. Okay. Well, look, that's a good segue. So, Karen Smith. I open up the computer and I go... I open up the internet browser. It's the thing that looks like the compass, okay? What's my password? <laughs> you should know your password. <laughs> There's a bunch of pigeons just flying against the window.
1: <laughs> oh, my hus- our husbands, our husbands, they're trying to talk to us. <laughs>
2: open a window.
1: These pigeons fly and just Arby's receipts are everywhere. <laughs> Let's jump uh, back into what would normally be the meat part of the podcast, where we share some stories. But I think, you know, today, in the midst of all this, uh, I think let's talk to Brian for a little bit. Um, Brian, you've been my lifeline for this (laughs) since this started. Um, I'm I'm assuming I'm not the only one who's been...
4: uh, There's a lot of people reaching out right now.
1: (laughs) I bet. Checking in with you.
4: Yeah. Although you check
1: although you've been pretty pretty open about checking in with me. I So let's just start here cuz this is what you told me was something useful we could do. Is yeah. donate blood, right?
4: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, cuz I mean, what happened is a bunch of the people who used to donate were older and would would just do it regularly and then blood drives got canceled because you don't want to have big groups of people uh-huh. Um, but the blood, the blood that's there only lasts 42 days. So the supply is drying up and as things get worse and worse, all the other people who need blood, you know, kids with cancer, you know, trauma patients are everybody's just not, it's just not there anymore.
0: So uh-huh. that's something
4: that young, healthy people can do right now that'll help out down the line.
1: So, um, I made an appointment for Friday that's great. It seems like in L.A., the appointments are filled up. I think word is out that people need blood. Good. Um, is there any, like, useful type to do? I, I think I'm doing, like, platelets or something like that.
0: Oh, really? I, uh,
4: I
1: mean,
4: they, what's that? Sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll do some other things, but just donating just blood is the most important thing. They can sort of separate it into most of the components they need.
1: I see. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I, it was just the first thing that was available, so...
4: Yeah, no, I mean, um, if you, if the Red Cross website has like, I know it has links in L.A. and some other places. Um,
1: is there any way for you to talk or get closer or talk louder, Brian? I feel like you're kind of low.
4: Yeah. Is that any better?
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit. All
0: right.
1: All right. Um, so donating blood was one thing you said. Yeah, I know the Red Cross website has ways to do that. Um mm-hmm. I know in Fear in LA, the children's hospital, uh, has a whole program. That's where I'm going. Um, <laughs> what are you seeing right now? Like what, what, what is, I know this is unprecedented sort of times and there's like, you don't have like answers, but like, what are, just tell us a little bit about what, what's going on.
4: Well, I mean, I, I, I work in the, in the ER, um, and I do most of the time in the pediatric ER. The The pediatric ER is basically empty right now. I think people are, really scared to go near hospital, so they're just not coming in, and kids seem to do okay with this.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Um, but where I live, we've had a few cases that were positive, um, and we're starting to get a few regularly that are really sick. Um, lots of people just have you know, a cough or a fever and can go home, but now we're trying to really quickly go through the people who are, may or may not have it, because like, we can't test easily. Um, that's sort of the worried people who are doing well, who, if they go home are going to be okay and then won't get other people sick versus the people that are showing signs that they're going to, you know, just get worse in the near future. And that's the really tricky thing to, we're every adult with a cough and fever is really scared right now and coming in to get checked. And we're trying to really quickly figure out who needs what.
1: Yeah. So what do you do if, if you can't test?
4: um i mean i i've been trying to explain to people there's not so much the test because most of the people who have it if you're young and healthier even if you're not if you go home and isolate you'll get better you know so it's like the test doesn't change that
0: Mm -hmm. and if you need
4: more stuff in a hospital then you should come back and get seen and we would do that you know oxygen or different treatments and things like that but there's not a lot of specific treatments for this this thing and the test even isn't perfectly accurate like it can say you don't have it and it turns out you do Um, Huh? Yeah. But, but most people who are sick right now who have a cough and a fever or whatever are going to get better no matter what they do. So what I've been telling people is, you know, even if we can't test you, go home and stay home and then you get better and don't get other people sick with whatever it is you have.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a, it seems like in my little bubble, it seems like most people are being pretty good about that. Um, and yeah, like, in I my my thinking is that it's already been here in L.A. Yeah. Um, uh, I've had I've heard from a couple people that like think that they already had it like weeks ago. Um, uh, so I guess all you can do is like, if it's going around, is just to like stay in, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um. I had another weird thought where like I went to a music festival and literally like March, February 29th and March 1st and the death cab for cutie singer, he, they like death cab for cutie was supposed to play a set. And then he like couldn't sing and he was like feeling like shit. And he basically stopped after three songs and everyone was like, what the hell? And, and like coronavirus was in the news enough where like Ding dongs were like joking about it, you know, like drinking Corona, like, oh no, I hope I don't get it. Yeah. Like <laughs> that classic little chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it sort of occurred to me, like, I looked at his, like, their touring schedule, and they had just come from San Francisco and had to cancel a show there because he got sick. <laughs> and, then, and then it went right to Phoenix and had, and canceled, you know, in front of us. And I was sort of wondering just out loud, like, you know, They didn't really know what he had, (laughs) and I'm sort of wondering if if it was even possible that he already had the thing. And like, I don't know. It's just stuff like that. His seems to be popping up. I don't know what the point of that story was, other than like that
3: anomaly from a few. Yeah. And it's just been here for a while. I agree with you too. I mean, like I remember like in February talking to people that were sick with some kind of almost mystery illness kind of thing. And now after we know what this is, it's like, Oh, those were all the symptoms, but these people never got tested or anything. They just luckily got better and it passed as Brian said, but yeah, I'm with you. I think it's, I think it's been around us for a bit already.
4: Yeah. Cause it seems like the richer that people are that can get tested. They keep, a lot of people are turning positive who didn't have symptoms. And it's really, it's just, it's really eerie to just not know who does or doesn't have it. Cause it seems like it can pass around from person to person without symptoms for some. And then the next person, it gets really bad. And yeah, it's just we haven't been able to test anybody except for politicians and NBA
2: players. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I have a potentially dumb question, but like when we're, when the term like symptoms, like, uh, is that the same as being sick? Like, um, or could I be asymptomatic and then get sick? Does that make sense?
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you could be. You could sort of, I suppose, once you get it, not have symptoms for a bit, but be contagious. And because they don't know, at least there's some stuff. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to be like a public health person. I, I don't know why I am, but <laughs> not It's there's some suspicion that you can still sort of shed the virus when you're not having symptoms. So you can give it to someone else when you're not feeling sick. And that's the scary part about this. Cause for stuff like Ebola, it was okay. You're, you're not going to get somebody sick if you don't have a fever and symptoms. So we know as soon as you're sick, you isolate and get treatment and separate. But for this, it's like you may or may not have symptoms. You may or may not be able to get other people sick. It's just so everything about it still being figured out. And it just makes Makes everybody feel paranoid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. It's,
0: uh.
1: Yeah, weird times. <laughs> um. So, D- Brian, you had like a a string of days off there, right?
4: Yeah, I had a I had a week off just by chance. Well, I mean, I was gonna take a trip to visit some friends, but that got canceled too.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I wonder. I don't know. Uh, So is it, I have another friend uh, who's actually also on the show um, who is now working, I think in like she's working where she can be exposed to this uh, and she's isolated from her family and stuff. Is that something that you have to do too?
4: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm staying away from friends and family. I, I hate that part of it, but I, I know I could, just have it and not know it so because just in the in the er there's just so many we're just around so many people and i'm wearing a mask and i'm being careful but yeah it just i'm separating from everybody as much as i can i really hate that part of it i was actually even supposed to go to la in uh april but i'm guessing that's off too
1: (laughs) yeah we're pretty shut down here
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, what is it but, like you know. with a- equipment wise on the front line for you? Is that what you're wearing? Like mask and gloves? Is is the?
4: Yeah for for anybody where we're really concerned, if we're doing a procedure like putting a breathing tube in, um, it's full coverage. Like you know, mask, goggles, sometimes these hoods that are called pappers, um, and like a like a gown, and then we have a very specific way of taking it off so we don't get ourselves sick. Um, Sort of a rich. It's just a really practiced way of putting it on and taking it off. But I mean, you know, nationwide, the big concern now is there's just not enough equipment. Like the amount people are going through a day, when it runs out, you know, what do we do? So we're we're everybody's having conversations about recycling masks and you know how to keep them clean and sort of what to do when you go home. How like a bunch of my friends are like stripping in their garages and then going
3: into the house. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So is it typically that like everything is like a one-time usage thing and then it's discarded? Um, Yeah.
4: Most of it, the stuff that we we have in general, but those like N95 masks, some people are talking about how to reuse them and how to sort of soak them and keep them clean and reuse them a few days later. Um, I mean, there's some reusable equipment out there. It's just this, this is unprecedented. I mean, nobody ramping up and having all this stuff, just there's just not enough equipment to, to do what we're going to need. I mean, even like ventilators, like breathing machines in the ICU, like that's the big fear of running out of those or even space, just the physical space that patients go into like the number of ICU beds intensive care beds we might need.
0: Yeah. Sorry.
1: No, it's okay. (laughs) I saw like a video from Italy where they like did like a quick little tour of the Corona wing and it was just packed with people on ventilators yeah yeah i didn't realize that ventilators at least the ones that they had in italy looked like almost like glass jars on people's heads
4: oh really yeah there's all different types of them i mean there's little portable ones that you even use to fly on like helicopters and whatnot
1: i'm just i guess a little unfamiliar with the technology Does it just basically like give you oxygen or something
4: yeah it's like the well there's a tube that goes into the sort of into the trachea that goes to give oxygen to the lungs, but then the ventilator is the machine that's hooked up to it that controls sort of how much oxygen and how much pressure and all that kind of stuff.
0: Got
1: it.
4: Yeah, and you can program it different ways and that's what people need because otherwise you have to sit there and squeeze a bag every five seconds, you know. Uh-huh. Oh I see.
2: Brian, is there anything uh and this you just may say it, the answer may be no, but like is there anything Sort of has changed since you've been working with this in terms of like innovation or um, like, oh, we were doing things this way. Now we're doing things this way or anything that's like made a change in the way you uh, other than the precautions and stuff like that of like just having to deal with this
4: um i think like the the whole pattern of how we see people is changing because it used to be you know somebody just shows up goes in a room you sort of figure out what they have now we're trying to separate people out front and having like multiple places where we see people they're trying to build at a bunch of hospitals tents where people can go and get tested um so that they're separate from like the general PR population or even a lot of places are doing like i hate when it's phrased like this but like clean and dirty sections so that like people with infectious symptoms are sure on one side and somebody who, like, broke their ankle is on the other, because you're pretty sure they're less likely to have it.
1: Uh, I th- I actually read that China already had that, like, built into their hospitals after, like, one of their flus.
4: Oh, like, after, maybe, yeah, after, like, SARS or like, something?
1: I think so, yeah, that they, really? they had, like, uh, isolated parts of their hospitals meant specifically for people that were, like, in in a sort of... <laughs> I don't know what you'd call it pandemic or whatever, uh, this, this type of situation. So they were actually kind of set for it. Um, I was, they, has anyone been to like a grocery store where like they also, they're doing that same thing, like separating you, doing a line, limited shopping, anything like that? Yeah. I went to one yesterday morning and it, I
3: mean, it was, to get in, it was like a six feet separation line. But then when you're once you're in there, it just like all rules were off. It definitely yeah. was like, oh shit, <laughs> like you can't avoid people once you're in. But like uh it, it felt like a free for all on the inside a little bit. It definitely made me like want to be more calculated next time I went. I went early morning yesterday and the time before I went late at night and it was like, okay, that was the vibe I want. Hardly anyone was there. Like social distances and distancing is happening in the store, but oh boy, not yesterday.
0: Late night was better
1: Late night was much better, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I gotta do that. What were you gonna say, Brian?
4: Uh, Have you been in a store yet when somebody coughs and then everybody sort of clears out around them? (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) I've been the guy coughing. (laughs)
0: Damn. Um, Actually, I, 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 I there's
4: a Korean grocery store here that had toilet paper that had, nobody wants to go to Asian grocery stores so they're still really well stocked and they're empty. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking morons. I know. I <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. that's like one I don't know. That's one of the most disappointing parts of this whole thing. It's just like I almost don't even like talking about it cuz it's so awful but like the whole chinese virus kung fu stuff is just like yeah, yeah. we really have to be like racist right now we have to go out of our way to be
3: I mean, that's the playbook for these fucks on everything is just like you know make it about uh, an other so you're just at war with somebody rather than just trying to like lift each other up
1: it's mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah pretty scary shit uh, also yeah. just like so nasty I i, I don't get it and i don't get the people that are like just doing that are like the Christian friends I have on Facebook or like, just, I don't, I don't know. I'll never understand that. And I try not to try to call it out, but I also try not to like, call it, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what yeah. the fuck to do about
0: that.
3: Yeah. It's tough. I mean, I think that's the one thing with like stuff like this. I think you kind of like true colors kind of shine even brighter of just like are our people being like, like open with each other and loving, or are they like fighting and being horrible, even worse, they're doubling down on like some of their behaviors kind of thing. And I think like, you know, times like this, just like you doing that next door thing, I think that's very telling to character and that sort of thing, you know? And so it's just like a lot of this stuff can get really exposed during like these abnormal
1: experiences.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: well thanks yeah we didn't talk about that on air but (laughs) uh i've been been doing for deliveries for folks on next door but uh even that's weird i'll I'll tell you what like you really get a sense going to those stores though like (laughs) some people are just like like you were saying jacob like (laughs) They're just like, <laughs> it's like, I've said it a couple times, like out loud, like six feet because <laughs> people are just like shuffling past you or like, <clears throat> uh, whatever. Oh, there's a cough. Uh, uh, but I've had, ai I have allergies anyway. So like, and the, and this is allergy season. So like yeah. I was already, I'm getting looks just sneezing on the street and I'm like, no, trust me. I know this feeling. This is, uh, this is the, this is my reaction to pollen. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm right now, the next couple of weeks, it's going to be crazy allergy season.
3: So like a lot of like faux uh, coughs and that sort of thing that will be
1: freaking people out for sure. Um, oh, this is what I was going to ask you, Brian. What are you doing to pass the time? It's <laughs> a, a little bit of a lighter tale or lighter, lighter topic of conversation. Yeah.
4: But I mean, I'm, I'm talking to and texting and, with every friend I've ever had in my life uh, uh, like I I had no idea how difficult it was going to be to just stay at home I mean I thought okay great I'll watch movies and tv and read and it's just I just want to be out with people uh I mean I'm I took some shifts at work because I just I would rather work than just sit at home and just to do something
1: yeah I get you Mm -hmm. uh what about the what about the rest of you
3: I mean, making Instagram videos has been occupying a little of my time. Like, I've definitely been watching more stuff than I I was before. Like, what? Um, I started watching that. Is it uh, The Outsider? And yeah, yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like halfway through that. Uh, I rewatched Punch Truck Love the other night, um, which, like, I think it's so good. That was like. So I think that's what I'll continue doing is just rewatching stuff. I love. Um, mm-hmm. And there, I don't know if you remember the show it was on adult swim, like eight years ago, but it called black Jesus. I started getting into that. I hadn't seen that in a long time. And I forgot how funny that shit is too. I never saw that. Uh, I recommend it. I think you'd like it. Who's in it. Um, it's, it's by the same people that did the boondocks. If you ever watched that show, but I, oh, um, cool.
1: yeah. What about you? J- Jakey Jabore? What kind of stuff are um, you getting into?
2: I mean, I've been cooking a lot more and uh writing, and I uh finishing the edits on my book, and I bought a video game which I have not done. Which one? Uh, Doom. Oh, cool. <laughs>
0: um,
2: which is uh, my reward when I'm done with everything. Um, <laughs> but it's been pretty uh i do i think being i i identify more introverted so this hasn't been uh too much of a challenge for me so far
0: um uh yeah Let
3: Huh? You're 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 an you like to exercise. How how is that? Like I, I, I that's been kind of a tough thing for me. I like to like exercise and do stuff, and like the realignment of that, I, I feel like a, a restless like puppy or something. A lot of times, yeah. I have all this energy. I, I don't have even with not performing as much too. It's like pent up energy constantly. I'm feeling.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I um uh, <laughs> snacking has definitely taken the place of that, which is not great. <laughs> um but i'll uh i'll still go on like i'll go up into beechwood canyon by myself uh and then i'll go up and down the stairs in my apartment and then do like a workout inside my living room uh i got like some bands and uh <coughs> like a um like a weighted backpack sort of thing mm-hmm. um it's like it's fine um, and I don't, I don't know if I'm, I don't know how long I'll keep it up. Like, I don't know if I'm like, oh yeah, I just like fell into this routine pretty easily. Or if in like a week, I'm going to be like, I can't fucking stand sitting in my living room, like <laughs> doing a bunch of push-ups. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> day by yeah. day,
3: man. It's just day by day right now.
2: Yeah. I have a kettlebell I haven't used
1: once. I've, I've, <laughs> I uh, I went running one day. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I went running
3: too, and it was yeah, it was in, uh, I hadn't been running in a long time. It
1: was a it completely zapped everything. I was so exhausted from that shit. <laughs> I did that I literally because one day I was just hyper. I was like, at the end of the day, I was just hyper. I was like, I I guess I need to t- treat myself like a energetic kid or a dog and just like go on a run to like wear myself out so I can sleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, But for me, it's been, uh, I should be be more productive. Like I was already trying to get writing done and all this kind of stuff. And this has almost given me an excuse to like, I don't know. Like I've been teaching, I've been trying to like, I feel like I've just been packing my schedule with stuff that maybe I wouldn't normally be packing it with. Or maybe it's almost an excuse to just do stuff to stay busy, but not, Do any of the things that I like? I like. I'm jealous that Jake's being actually useful and productive in his own life because I've just been like hosting improv jams and teaching and whatever, and reading. And I watched the Terminator movies. That was pretty cool. Um,
3: Yeah, I found it hard to write. Like, it's definitely like to keep that focus. Like, uh, if I can just get like a 30 minute stretch or 50 or or something, just being like, okay, that was great. Um, But I found it, I found it easier to journal. Maybe yeah. creative write a little bit this, way that's why those like short videos are helpful for me because I'm just like, okay, that that feels doable versus like I tried getting back into this pilot I've been working on, and I was just like,, ah, I don't like we can't even live in a world like I'm trying to write about what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, doctor. Yes. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about uh, like about our session earlier today. Um, you know, it's been I've only been the head doctor for um, on this wing for a couple of months, so I just wanted to do a little check in with everybody.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, What's up?
3: I, I I'm just going to be as blunt as I can about it. But it, it seems like you don't know what a ventilator is. Ah, sure, I do. Yeah. I used one today. Okay, well, that's yeah. the thing. When I was watching you use it, you
1: weren't using it. It, it, it. You just didn't know what you were doing, or so it so it appeared. Um, this is a real shock to me. I feel like I've been using I've been using the ventilator. What I I've been using uh, ventilators for years. I, I mean, come into work every day.
0: I.
2: What'd you say? You're even having trouble with the word ventilator. <laughs> we see. Ventolator. <laughs> we see Josh is holding a ventilator upside down and he's got a bunch of grapes that he's eating <laughs> out of it. Ventilators. <laughs> you think ventilator. a, lot
3: of, a lot of the stuff at the hospital here, you think, are fruit trays, it seems.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it's important to have fruit in the hospital. So, you know, to keep people on their healthy diets and. Uh, um, Hey, you got a skinnier arm than me. Can you reach in here and get the last couple of grapes? I'm not going to
3: reach into the ventilator and get a couple grapes. Well, then we got grapes. Is it? This This is a a ventilator. This is a ventilator. Wow. Oh my god. This is a ventilator. And earlier, when we when we were doing the mock surgery, when I asked for a scalpel, you handed me a banana.
1: (laughs) I wanted you to. That was a favor. That was a favor. I'm worried a lot of people are getting their, their fruits and vitamins and stuff like that in here. I mean to this be is honest. A ventilator, huh? Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll turn the I'll turn the ventilator upside down. Here we go. I'll turn it right side up. I'm and the it. grapes fall out. This is
3: I'm taking the ventilator. Why I'm, are you taking hey come Dr. on? Simpson, I'm sorry, I'm taking the and you know what, in all honesty, this is this is my fault, you know? You're you're a doctor that <laughs> likes to use items as fruit and it's my for fruit.
1: for fruit. I, okay. Let yeah. me ask you something. When you took the HIPAA, when you took the hippo when you took the oath, um, did you, did, what is it at my place, my, my medical school, they said they followed like the reduce, reuse, recycle, right? Reuse, reduce, reduce, recycle. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of that and I use the stuff I see around the hospital in ways that you might seem inappropriate. I think they're creative and actually, um, yeah. Why would I wait for uh, people to get sick to come in the hospital when I can hand out a fruit, give a grape, I can put a, um, a banana, banana by the scalpel. I can, um, I can slip a plum in a bedpan. You know what I mean? Doctor?
2: What was- Doctor? <laughs> yes. Um, uh nurse your nurse here. I finished uh x-raying this watermelon. There are no seeds in it. It is good to eat.
1: Oh my. Goodness. Excellent. Keep up the good work. And send that uh send those send those uh x-rays to me. I want to take a look at those myself just to make sure.
0: You're using oh. the
3: x-ray machine to x-ray watermelons f- for seeds? I mean, we know if they're seedless when we
1: get them. I mean, you're Yeah, you'd think some of those farmers are calling their s- s- they're saying there's seedless watermelons and really those things are full of seeds. I'm eating seeds. I don't want to eat. So I got to make sure they're seedless watermelons. So
3: doctor, I'm going to need your help right now. We, I just got a notice for an emergency room. There's a, I have to remove a bullet from a, uh, for a gunshot wound. What Let's go. Let's go. Don't worry. The doctor's here. All right. Um, let me see can you get uh, Could you hand me the the uh, f14 please
1: f14 flying in um
3: that's an apple i need the f14 the the um the f 14 scalpel please f14
1: scalpel sorry i'm using the i'm using the f 14 scalpel to peel an orange uh, hold the apple in the meantime if you don't mind rinsing that under the water did you wash your hands rinse the apple we're going to shove it in the bullet uh, in the gunshot wound victim's mouth Treat him like a little. Uh, we cut we cut to the gunshot wound at a, at a
3: bar a couple of weeks later yeah so so right here that's yeah. a, that's an apple there's an apple inside of me right there they stitched me up uh, on the outside but yeah uh. yeah i got an apple inside my body now
0: did they take the bullet
1: out or
3: <laughs> yeah they did they took the yeah the, yeah they did man it was uh it was quite a scene in there it was quite a scene i must
1: say uh, it's good to see um, you again though, Hank. Good to see you too. You really got like an apple-shaped uh apple-shaped
2: protrusion,
1: I guess, is for lack of a better word, just poking out your belly there.
2: That's yeah, comfortable. Nice. Uh, you guys comparing uh apple surgery scars? <laughs> yeah. Surgery scars. Get a load of Get a load of Gary down at the end of the bar. They replaced his heart with a plum. <laughs> It's just a guy keeled over the bar with a little glass of whiskey next to his hand.
1: Oh, uh, Gary doesn't look so good, man. <laughs> Gary's a regular though. He's in here every day. Same glass of whiskey. You can't get enough of this place. What's his tab up to, by the way? <laughs> uh, eight thousand dollars. <laughs> wow. Eight grand. God. Must be nice to be rich. Hey, what do you say, uh? I'm going to buy Gary a drink. What do you say? (laughs) Let's go over there and do a shot with him. Gary, Gary.
0: Oh,
1: old 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 plum ticker. (laughs) Come on, buddy. Uh, What are you
3: drinking? Gary, I know you're a shy, introverted guy, but let us get to know you. Let's break the ice a little bit. We're all drunks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're all drunks. (laughs)
2: <laughs> we got What's to it? two hours later. Jesus Christ, how much did you give Gary's not breathing? <laughs> <laughs>
3: we take the shot. We just kept buying him drinks, but he didn't take anything
1: yeah i'm starting to get, feel a little disrespected yeah. i don't like it i don't, I don't like to be treated like that gary takes out a gun
3: nah. hey, hey come on now let's just fight him with our hands let's fight him with no, hands. I'm, I'm shooting
1: pa, 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 pa,
0: pa, pa.
1: <laughs> A bunch of an, an ambulance pulls up <laughs> they, with a <the> fruit cart
3: <laughs> here uh two lemons two lemons <laughs> throw two lemons. a lemon in lemon. throw a lemon, throw a lemon. Here's a mandarin. Here's a grapefruit for the for the big guy. Three weeks later, at the same bar.
1: Uh, Yep, yep. Hey, what's going on, guys? (laughs) See, my my character is just sitting there with a pineapple on his head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where should (laughs) he?
1: Hello, uh, Ms. Andrews? Ms. Yes. Andrews? Yes. Um, I have an issue. Um, you're teaching, I have an issue with the way that you're teaching my uh, son's kindergarten class. Um, my my son, Sam, he told me that when he came home yesterday that you have divided the class into what you're calling clean and dirty. Click. Um, Think- Clean and dirty children. Um, And that he was put into the dirty pile, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, One, I don't know why you are separating the kids in this way. It seems demeaning to the kids such as mine, who are deemed dirty. I noticed you even rubbed a little dirt in his hair. Uh, I did. uh, (laughs)
3: Well, once Sam
1: gets clean, he can come over
3: to the clean side. But until that happens, he's a dirty boy. So Sam's going to be on the dirty side.
1: Now, I give Sam a bath every night before bed, okay? Yeah. And I I I do. And uh oh, Okay. Uh,
3: curious how well, It's curious what you call a bath.
1: Soap, water, shampoo. We have a nightly routine. Um Twenty seconds at least? At least twenty seconds washing everybody part? Twenty seconds and well, the whole point of a bath is you can sort of soak. Hmm. Have you ever thought about showering, Sam? Because he's a dirty
3: boy. And I don't think a bath quit
1: calling a- him a dirty boy, okay? He's he's not He's not that dirty, okay?
3: Uh, i I as a teacher. I believe in separation and I want to encourage everyone to be a clean boy or girl. I mean, I will tell you most of the girls are the clean ones though, but, and most, okay, of the boys- well now I know you're lying.
1: Really? How do you know? <laughs> Cause I got two daughters. Okay. And they're, let me tell you something. People who think that girls are cleaner than boys are, uh, uh, they're mistaken. Little girls are nasty
3: too. Nasty. Okay, so you do agree about the that we have a problem with dirty kids in this town. I guess
1: I, I just didn't think I, if you know, your girls
3: kids. were if your girls were in my class, um, I, Sarah and Melissa, I think I think they're great kids, but I, they would be on the dirty side. I, what I, you,
1: what, what's your A plus here? What's your bar? What do you need? What where do, where do you draw the line for dirty and clean kids? Well, I, it's a
3: simple test. I smell their armpits as they walk into class. They don't
1: have bo. A, these, these are kindergartners.
3: Well, i, I I'm, you. You can smell a lot from an armpit, and bo or not, you're. That's where you get the whiff of what's going on in their cleanliness department.
2: Uh, we cut to a grocery store. <clears throat> um, uh, I'm sorry, sir. This uh this lane is only open for uh, clean uh, customers. Uh, but they'll you can get in the back of the line for register eight. Uh, that's for dirty customers. It's so long over there, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> the line's long and gross. <laughs> hey, I know uh, this town is <laughs> full of dirty people. Uh, Come on,
3: but- buddy, get back here! Oh, Quit fooling God. yourself. Get in the dirty line. All right,
1: uh, I, I God, I. Change could- for a quarter. Do I have change for a quarter? <laughs> I asked if you need a change for a quarter, because I got two dimes and a nickel in my mouth. <laughs> I don't need any mouth coins, okay?
3: How many times do I have to tell you that, Stan? <laughs> well, if you need mouth coins, I got a whole purse here in my mouth. <laughs> I know you do, okay? We all know you do, okay? <laughs> all all
1: right. right. If you need change for a quarter, stand you man. Stan,
0: you're up. Stan,
2: you're up. In yeah. the register? Let's see what you got here. A bunch of of loose meat. (laughs) Yeah, I took it out of the packaging. I wanted to see if it felt okay. Good. This, uh, what is this? Uh, (laughs) This appears to be a plastic bag full of milk. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't need all that milk, so I bagged what I needed.
1: (laughs) I don't want to be charged for a whole milk. Neither the whole milk... The real buttery kind or a whole milk, a whole carton? Because I'll come back for that other half when I need it. <laughs> okay? okay? I only need a stack of milk.
3: The teacher walks by. Hey, Stan. Not surprised to see you here.
1: Hey, what's up? Good to see you again, Teach. Hey, let me ask you something. I'd rather not. Is that giving tree still is that giving tree still giving it
3: up or what? Uh would you would you say whatever you said again? <laughs>
1: How's that giving tree doing? Still giving it up for the kid? Still being giving? <laughs> they changed that book at all since I was in kindergarten? Uh no, they didn't. It's the
3: same book. It's the same <laughs> same book that it's always been, Stan. Hey, you need any nape nuts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't need to be nuts of any kind. You you're I got
1: I got nuts in my napes. The nape of my neck, the nape well, of my knee. You're
3: drooling pennies all over the place. I'm gonna I, I have to oh, get, you're, a I hot,
1: you're a hot number. I've had a crush on you ever since kindergarten. Oh Stan. Bye. Bye Stan. <laughs>
3: Bye, Stan. See
0: ya. Uh,
1: you think I got a shot with her?
3: No, I don't Stan. think you're, so the I gro- you're the grossest man in town. <laughs>
1: Well, they made the dirty line and I thought I'd embrace it. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, I'm how, that's have to my
2: charge- turtle. Huh? What are you charging me extra for? Come on, give me the runaround. I got to charge you for those nape nuts. I didn't see <laughs> you walk in with those. Well, That's the point of
1: nape nuts. Yeah, don't show them.
2: <laughs> how do I know those are your nape nuts and you didn't find some nuts in here and put them on your napes? <laughs> I had these nape nu- I came in with the nape nuts. <laughs> I had a snack for the store. Okay, do you have any cottage cheese in your pockets?
3: <laughs> we cut. I to, thought- uh, we we <laughs> cut to another uh, classroom at the school. Uh, hey, substitute teacher uh, Stan.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: yes, teacher Stan. Are, are we going to do anything today? You've just been—you've been sitting up there picking at your toes the whole class.
1: <laughs> yeah well um <clears throat> this is something yes we're doing something i um i'm honestly i'm teaching i see we have some elites in the room we say we have some people who uh, don't want to be crowded in with the others uh some of what you might call the cleanies um um some kids are struggling to learn how to be kids. They're over there coloring in the lines, if you will. They're over there um, sanitizing their hands. Uh, um, so, if those kids want to join me picking at their toes a little bit, you know, they could learn a thing or two from Mr. Reynolds.
3: No, thanks. We're fine not picking our
1: toes. <laughs> Pick your toes. <laughs> Pick your toes. No,
2: thanks.
1: Go ahead and do it.
2: Mr. Reynolds? Yes. Uh, Daphne keeps eating uh, nuts from behind, from behind her napes.
1: <laughs> Good, Daphne. Good, Daphne. Uh, <laughs> way to finish your nape nuts. <laughs> Great, so let's get back to the meat part of the conversation, part of the podcast. I'm trying to think of what
2: we haven't covered here. Um, what's? Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is for everybody. It's not a Brian specific question, but what's like? Is there anything that you found yourself missing that you didn't realize you would miss, uh, or what are you like? <laughs> has anybody started fantasizing about what they're going to do when this is all? When we're on the other side of it, orgy.
0: <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah.
2: Go ahead.
1: I was just making a joke. I was like, same as usual, still orgies. <laughs> Go ahead, though, Womack. What's your real answer? Well, just like, I mean, my hopeful answer kind of thing is the thing
3: I've been looking forward to is just like the world is better after this because people like had to sacrifice for a little bit and and maybe there's just like a little more like like chillness between people. Like, I I just feel like I've been trying to like, kind of just my mantra lately has just been that like, there's a better world on the other side of this. And it's just like, keep fighting through it to like get there. But I've been trying to really like convince myself to feel that and and to believe that kind of thing, however insane it might be. So like, that's been a fantasy I've been uh, going towards.
1: This is a different, but it seems insane to me that we're going to get out on the other side of this thing and then vote for one of two candidates, neither of which are for Medicare for all. Yeah, uh, that seems like a like if we if we do get out of this and then it's really between you know if that's just not on the table, I like it seems like it really should be. I'll be curious to see if anyone pivots or if you know. Honestly, it seems like Biden's been hidden away. Like, I wonder if like, yeah. there's part of me that wonders, like, a, we have three men in their 70s running for this thing. I, I, I sort of wonder how that's going to change. I don't know, not to get too political here, but. Who all might have the virus, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they would be like prime candidates. They were like yeah. out shaking hands, you know, and Absolutely. campaigning out in public as this thing kind of grew. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about that, Brian? Like, uh, uh, not to put you totally on the spot here, but like, uh, what what's your what are your feelings on like how we're set up to deal with this or Medicare for all or am, am I just a dumbass liberal who doesn't? No,
4: I I am too. Like, I I hate that patients get bankrupted taking care of them. like that. People are afraid to come to doctors and then. Come to the ER like a last resort, and we can't help. I mean, I, I no, I, I don't understand why the system here is like that, like why we're not primed to just take care of everybody because we can, you know? Like, I don't get it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a weird ass time. It, yeah. I saw something, I don't know if it was The Onion, but someone was like, reality endorses Bernie.
0: <laughs>
1: I, was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, uh, and he, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm a Bernie guy. I'm not afraid to say it, but this just does seem like there's the way, like, here's how everyone's handled it, from my view Trump has been inciting fights and and downplaying this whole thing. Biden put out an attack ad against Trump about how Trump is failing everybody. And Bernie's out there, like, trying to solve shit. <laughs> it's
0: like,
1: which one would you like to be leading the country right now? Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty obvious, yeah. Because uh, uh, one of them is actually doing it, it seems. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Brian, is there a... um? It Like, is there a country or part of the country uh, where, like, people in the... Like, doctors and nurses and people in the medical profession are like, God, I wish we were doing things this place's way. Or, like... Um is there like an ideal version of it that people are sort of like modeling after or just kind of like envious of the way it's being handled?
4: I mean, I saw I mean I know South Korea took a bunch of sort of non draconian measures and clamped down on things pretty quickly and built testing centers and places where people could get individually tested
0: mm-hmm. um
4: but I mean you know this this has also never happened. Well, not not in 100 years. I mean, we haven't had like an epidemic here. People don't aren't used to the idea of sort of, of dealing with it. Um, I mean, right now we're just trying to see what failed and didn't fail in other places. But I mean, I, I think it's ramping up way too quickly here. I don't know if that really is your question. That's just me. Rambling.
1: No,
2: yeah, that's uh, it seems
1: it seems like South Korea is kind of the model. Yeah. They, te- they, you know, it seems like they were thorough and careful. Because yeah.
4: uh, even you question happened, the- most of us have never done this. I mean, I, I've done it because I did Ebola work, but that's different. But the majority of people in medicine haven't had to deal with this either and are just as scared as the people who aren't in medicine, you know?
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, Jake, you asked what we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I agree with Romac. I hope that there's like some, I hope this is a wake-up call of like, you know what what socialized medicine is and maybe how it might be necessary or this maybe people will be more like yeah my honest hope is that people will be kinder to one another um that's one thing i also sort of think i hope that people sort of like i think one benefit of this is that people might realize that like there's different ways to do things like i think people are innovating a little bit like even with my own workshops and classes, like I've started teaching online and I'm already teaching people in different parts of the country. And I'm like, Oh, this could be something I keep, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, is like, and I think for other people, you know, not to go too far into this, but like, I think there's a lot of people that are pretty disappointed in UCB right now, like, uh, how they laid off their employees and how they've handled everything. Um, uh, I would count myself among them. I wrote a letter, uh, or an email I guess to some of the powers that be that I'll keep private for the most part but like I think that one benefit could be people realizing like we don't have to depend on like these big places to do our things and I I already see people like hosting shows or like just innovating in ways that like where they're taking control of sort of what they're doing and not putting their hopes on other people to do stuff for them. Totally. I don't know. I think
3: that's a huge message in like all facets of life of just like you have, we do have more power individually to like, especially as creators to kind of do, do what we want to do versus like someone else giving us the, the things to do. So we can do that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I the got last thing. Go, ahead. go ahead, Brian.
4: No, no. I, one thing, I mean, whatever it is on the upper level, UCB, I, I got to say as a semi outsider, or really an outsider, I am so impressed and happy with the community, like with the teachers and students and, and, and performers. Like there, I was only out in LA for a few weeks and in New York for a week. And so many people have reached out from UCB asking how they can help. So many people are talking about helping out their like neighbors and driving them around. It's, I mean, the, the, the ground level UCB folks are, it's one of the most impressive community has ever been around and I'm including like all the medical stuff and other stuff I've done. I mean, it is really special and great. I mean, it is, I'm just so happy to even be kind of loosely attached to it.
1: That's cool to hear. Thanks. For yeah, talking. that is cool to hear. Yeah. I, and I, I do think that's true. I think like one thing we're learning is like this, the UCB community is not contained by that building yeah. or those buildings. It's like, exactly. um, and even when I've had frustrations about UCB, like I think it's important to, th- to remember about UCB. I've said it before, but like, and one of my, another teachers said it to me recently, like, they're not going to give you the love that you need. They're not going to love you as much as you want. <laughs> or like, they're going to find new dis- ways to disappoint you <laughs> at the top. But like the people, you know, you can be mad. I've been mad at UCB in the past. And then I've like gone to the building and I see people. I'm like, who am I mad at? I'm just like mad at like the idea, <laughs> mm, Yeah. like all the people, you know they're still hanging
0: mm-hmm.
1: last thing I'm looking forward to and this is like very specific but concerts <laughs> I've had so many concerts cancelled <laughs> I was <laughs> <Please> <laughs> one
3: hand right on the cusp it sounds like though <laughs> like had, had, I
1: did. <laughs> had corona performers even <laughs> yeah, I saw <laughs> I saw Weezer and Dave Matthews I snuck them in at the buzzer uh And Portugal, the man, and Dr. Dog. I went and saw Wilco for my birthday. That was cool in Mexico. That seems like it was Um, 18 years ago, but that was actually just two months ago. Um, Do you ever watch concerts online? Do you like to watch shows? Uh, Not as much, honestly. I like being there. (laughs) Of course, but But, uh, it gets you through. There's a lot of people streaming stuff. Like, a lot of musicians are streaming concerts and stuff, yeah. which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was supposed to see Run the Jewels, uh, M. Ward, Sturgill Simpson, h j j Like, I had all these concerts that are, like, postponed or canceled. I was supposed to see Book of Mormon two weeks ago.
3: <laughs> we saw Run the Jewels together, right? Uh, that, um, or maybe not. No, I saw them at – no, never mind. Maybe we did, though, because I – Oh, no, maybe we did down at the uh, – Echo? Yeah
1: yeah i went to that one yeah i've i seen them a bunch of times that was a, yeah that was like their first album too. <laughs> yeah but like all these things are getting pushed to october so like my hope is that october is gonna be fucking awesome <laughs> 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 uh, just non-stop concerts every night <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, mean, I definitely. I'm, I'm going to look forward to like performing live again. Like I miss doing shows. I miss my jam. I miss all the things of just like being able to like interact with so many people live comedically. It's like, you know, a big joy has like just is gone. And then it's like, it's fun to do this, but just kind of, you know, re tap into a thing that we all do all the freaking time.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I've been doing jams. I can show you how to do that. That's actually yep. been awesome. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. What about you, Brian?
4: In terms of what I'm
1: looking forward to,
4: just back in contact. I mean, even just like playing with my nephews and nieces, or just having a beer with someone at a bar. I mean, just like just regular, normal social stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm one
4: of the lucky or unlucky who gets to work, but yeah, but you know, that's that's different.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to like go out to eat. Uh, Like go to a restaurant um, and like have a like all the movies and TV and stuff that I watch. It's like it almost it's weird. It feels like it has a similar effect to watching like a dystopian sci-fi or something of like It it resonates me with the same way that like watching like Blade Runner does or something where it's like Mm -hmm. people live like that. (laughs) uh, um, It just like feels weird to see like (laughs) or like um, or old shows where they're like I watched an episode of 30 Rock where she was like disgusted with how gross people were being on the subway and she got like really sick and. Um, but she's still like out and about and it's like it's weird to watch the past mm-hmm. as some sort of like sci-fi thing dude did you watch, did you watch Caribbean
1: Enthusiasm last night? yeah where they had a like spoiler alert it's not that we won't spoil too much but there was hand sanitizer prominently featured and it went up in flames yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like like stuff like that makes me go like is this a simulation or like <laughs> this, is, this is planned for like this just so happened to be during the middle of this thing where we just watch hand sanitizer burn up it's so specific uh but yeah it is it, i i, I kind of wanted to retap into like trying to write now like what you were saying womack is like the stuff you're writing is just like, Jesus, it's it's, it's hard to put yourself in that mental space. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like, give us the tips, Jake, how you do it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Truthfully, I just do. uh, I mean, uh, truthfully I do bird by bird, which is that idea of like, I just got to give myself a small assignment to get done. And be okay with it being a shitty draft. Uh, So it's like, I'm going to write for 20 minutes today. And if it sucks, it sucks. Uh, And then you just like build onto that the same way, like exercise or anything is like, give yourself a goal that's like obtainable um, and (laughs) recognize that nobody is going to see it for a very long time. So uh, (laughs) like, that's funny. uh,
3: be chilling yeah i've been reading that book actually and it's uh, i think it's so amazing um oh bird by bird yeah yeah i love it i i got i ran, i got it from the library but now i'm like i need to buy this i have to own this so
2: i can read it any <laughs> forever anytime i want it's yeah it's like maybe the best book on writing i've ever read oh i i completely agree i think it just does it like yeah uh, is as close to like a magic bullet or whatever that term is as you can get of just like oh right I'll just give myself a short assignment mm-hmm. and allow it to be shitty and then I've written for the day like
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been doing that forever I don't know if I need the book <laughs> 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 allow it to be shitty yeah uh, that's a that's a key you know you know another thing I was thinking is like <clears throat> I, w- I when I got I like went to like on like a five day vacation to Mexico and for like a week after that, I was like still saying "gracias" to like <laughs> to people <laughs> that were like doing service, job, you know, being like trying to be polite, like I was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But I was like "gracias." I mean, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I wonder how long it's going to take me to like not steer six feet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> away from someone like walking. Like oh, I feel yeah. like it's going to be like a slow. <laughs> it's going to be like a slow move back to like shaking hands. Mm -hmm. (laughs) or (laughs) like that doesn't that seem i don't know maybe i'm wrong no i thought about that it happens
4: happens, yeah yeah. like oh god whenever whenever i was doing the no touch projects for ebola and then you come back home and it's every time somebody just reaches out and taps you on the shoulder it's like yeah it's a weird weird (laughs) 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 um
0: well
1: um I guess that's, I guess that's all the, uh, all the, uh, does anyone else get anything? Any thoughts?
3: Hey, I'm just looking forward to a better world. Hey,
0: uh,
3: Josh. Um, uh, yes, sir. Hey, um, you know, I know we just like, we, we signed the Tompkins deal and everything. I, great. We're all celebrating. I, I just like, you keep recommending that we have an orgy and you've been doing that every time anything happens as, as the way we celebrate together um, yeah. is to have an orgy. And, you know, we did it that one time we, we appeased you and that was all fun, whatever, you know, we went there as a team. It was all fun or whatever. It was all fun or
1: whatever. That was all fun or whatever. Come on. We did an orgy, dude. I know, but like, I don't think we need to just sell <laughs> like it the time. I can't believe at the end of that orgy, I'm the only one calling for another orgy.
0: <laughs> well, I, I,
3: do have to, I do have to say you are, though. Like, that—that that, that <laughs> is a fact,
2: though, you are. We see Josh is wearing a t-shirt that says, I survived the Johnson account orgy. i <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> uh, team retreat. <laughs>
3: Also, we, we're having, a, we're having a, a corporate meeting today. I wish you wouldn't wear that shirt. I mean, honestly, now or ever, you're the only – you made those.
1: They're still in all of our drawers. I never will wear it. Why not? I'm trying – I'm sorry. I wonder if they all shrunk or something because nobody wears it. I'm thinking it must be too small. That was a thing we shared in the moment, and it stayed there to me, okay? Is it not your sense of humor? Cause I got another one. I got, I I went to the Johnson account orgy and all I got was a hell of an orgasm in this t-shirt.
3: <laughs> well, you also posted a picture online of yourself wearing this shirt and Carl Johnson, he asked if that was about his account. He, he went directly to me and
1: I told him, you say? Was, I told him it wasn't. So you're a liar. Okay. Whatever. I thought maybe it'd be fun. You know, what better way to celebrate a a company wide success than a little bit of an orgy. It's not like, well, maybe a toast
3: and the money we make from it. You know, I think, I think it's inherent in the job we do. We, we get the celebration as part of the work that we do.
2: Sorry, everyone. Are we here for, uh, are we starting the meeting? Uh, we were about to, yeah, we were just having a little pre-meeting talk. Um, uh, there were, I saw that there was a bowl that said, put your keys in it outside. Is that like a valet thing or? That's a mistake.
3: What's- I'm sorry. That No, that's a mistake. It's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. <laughs> you can't turn the office into an orgy location.
1: Oh, my God. Well, Excuse- where do you want to do it? You want me to rent a Motel 6? Uh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I thought we would just do it here. Put your keys in the bowl after the meeting's over. If we if we want to celebrate the Tompkins account the one we just got, then maybe we'll pull some keys and s- swap some slime. But I don't want hey, you to. We're
3: <laughs> not. I got some. I got some Sean Don. We're gonna celebrate with a little Sean toast, and you know we're gonna we're just do it the old fashioned way. Okay. All right,
0: Grandpa. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: that's- Hey, What's let up? me ask you something, Ron. Can I ask you something? Can I? Sorry, sorry, you guys. Let me let me pull Ron into the corner here for a second. Hey, if, it's, if you're worried about like your dick or something like that, like no one's gonna judge it. Like, like you were judging it during the orgy. Okay,
3: that was, it was a little bit. You calling out? I've the, never like, seen an angle. uncircumcised
1: penis before. I've never seen one in person. Hey. I, I,
3: it just looked – I wondered if it was – I didn't know. That had I, nothing I, to do with it. it I, I thought it was inappropriate when you called it out <laughs> in the orgy that we had. But that has nothing to do with why I don't want to do orgies as a team anymore, okay?
1: I tried to make light of it. I, I did try – it wasn't making fun. I was making light of it. Can, Can we get somebody
2: wait? to turn the Shaw Day off? Uh, it's tra- I'm trying to set up the presentation. <coughs> what's, what's your deal? What do you like to get busy
1: to? You more of <laughs> a Frank me? Ocean? What? You want boys to men? You want. I there's there's going to be doing?
3: no music for the meeting. There's no music in, in the meeting. Okay, let me. I'll turn that off. Okay. Good lord. And, um, um, do you- before before we get into talking about um, how well we did on that Tompkins account, though, I just wanted we I wanted to go around and um, see how everybody was doing um, on the investment into the new billboards we were going to be putting downtown.
2: I'm, yeah, I I like the idea of putting the money into the I'm sorry. Am I supposed to sit in this beanbag chair or is there not a chair? I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't? I wouldn't
1: sit in that. No. I wouldn't sit in that.
2: Okay, but I
1: would not sit in it. That was uh yeah, that's more for that's just more for to set the mood. It was in the was, that was a part a big part of the Johnson orgy. Listen, the it's Johnson orgy was two years ago. Okay, like
3: let's just drop that we had an orgy. I <laughs> you're I, the one that in it, <laughs> you're the one wearing a shirt and bringing it up any chance you get.
1: Come on, boys, we close an account. We got billboards all over town that says, with our three faces on it, that say we fuck each other every time. I mean, we, we, yeah. The board, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. But the billboards say, like, when we close a deal for you, we have sex with each other. That's what keeps us motivated. <laughs> I you hate think billboards. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> why? Oh, are you, are you, Hey, Ron, come over here. Are you worried about your wife or what? (laughs) You worried that you got a weird dick in a life? Because I can put these things... I I have an
3: open communication with Karen. We talk about everything. She knows what's going on and she knows... uh, I I got her permission for the first orgy, okay? She is fine with what happened in the past, but it's time to move forward, all right? Listen... Karen can join
1: us if she wants to join by video chat. If if it makes it if it makes it easier for like if, if she wants to know what's going on in here, we can get her on Google Hangouts so she can keep an eye on everything. So she knows it's all
0: above she board. Know how
1: to work Google Hangouts? Okay, She's old she has she
3: doesn't know how
1: to do Google Hangouts at all. Do <laughs> you do date older women? You dog. <laughs>
2: I
0: mean, I'm,
2: anyway. sorry. I'm sorry right. you say? I'm sorry, um, sorry. Yeah. are these butt plugs for everybody or uh... those are actually for
1: me after I eat Arby's
2: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Ready to Rumble. This is the first uh, tag team wrestling match since we've all been cleared to return to public. Uh, oh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I know people have been waiting to watch these wrestlers get a hand on each other. Uh, please welcome The Undertaker. Uh <laughs>
0: Boom. Boom.
1: <laughs> That's of course the Undertaker's entrance music.
0: <laughs> he,
1: he, he walks onto the Goldberg. stage, and one of, <laughs> they're both in those like hamster bubbles. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> Good to see Goldberg's back. I haven't seen him in a little bit. I'm gonna take you
3: down, Undertaker, with my new move. The blow, that's right, I'm gonna blow
1: you down. I'm gonna blow you down. And with your cooperation, I'm gonna give you a tombstone pile driver where you roll onto your head and uh, I guess I'll kind of bump you pretty hard. What you gonna do when Goldberg blows on you? But I won't blow in your
3: face. It'll be a. It'll be like a body part. I, I promise I won't blow anywhere near don't your. Blow
1: towards my face, even in the bubble. Okay, I don't mean to break character, but don't blow towards my face, even when I'm in the hamster bubble. Absolutely okay? not. Absolutely. Rules are rules. Let's get in the ring. They're both just nudging
2: their bubbles. <laughs> against the ring uh, a forklift operator comes out and <laughs> <laughs> lifts the ball up into the ring
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he drops it in. that was basically a tombstone
1: he just did a tombstone <clears throat> who's our wait we're fighting each other but this is a tag team so
2: <laughs> we gotta get it. we see something <laughs> roll down in one of those balls <laughs> uh, from this from the rafters <laughs>
1: Oh, here comes Sting. Oh god. He's he going to put his
2: onto the ring and bounces right out of the <laughs> arena.
1: <laughs> my tag team partner. A bunch of people in the in the crowd hold up signs inside their own bubbles. They're like not quite like able to see him. Um well, this is pandemonium. This is JR calling the match. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute pandemonium here at at, at uh, the rumble. Um, how are you holding up, Jerry King Lawler?
2: Ah! <laughs> I scared him. Sorry. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, I'm I, doing okay. I know we're in bubbles, but keep your distance from me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, quit nudging me over. We got to
1: stay kind of close to these microphones, otherwise, this is just chaos. <laughs> We see this all as being shot from within another bubble. Like the, the camera is like blurry. <laughs> it's fumbling around inside the thing.
3: Oh, good lord. Okay, we, but cut staying... a, uh, we cut to a father and son in the, the nosebleed section. Uh son, thanks for coming with me to this. I know. I mean golf the, the golf courses were closed. Uh, we can finally eat our fazolis in peace. Well you you're eating the fizzolis. <laughs> here, let me here. Open your bubble a little bit. Let me hand you a little fazoli. A little bit. Of this, not really. Uh,
1: open the bubble, Dad. Okay. I, I got to be quarantined for a little longer.
3: I mean, I'm doing this bubble thing for you, son. I don't even care about the bubble. Okay. He pops his bubble.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the ring instantly faints. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: hey, it's not <that> so bad. <laughs>
1: one two three it's a quadruple pin well that'll do it for this episode of the meat improv uh thank you to uh jacob womack for coming on yeah glad for having me guys uh thank you brian for uh uh, I don't know for giving for coming on, talking to us. Uh, it is nice to hear from a medical professional at this point in time. I will say, um, thank you, Brian.
0: No, yeah.
1: Thanks,
2: Brian.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, let's uh jake womack you got anything to plug besides your instagram stories uh yeah i
3: mean just check me out uh, on uh, at womack attack i've also got a little podcast called uh us people so you can check that out on spotify apple music where all the uh
1: podcasts are excellent womack attack in case that audio cut out at womack attack um brian any any parting thoughts from you
4: no, I mean, just for people to take it seriously, to stay at home and avoid spreading this and, yeah, to listen to medical people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: thought you were going to plug the meat. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I
0: look the plug meat. to I'm the probably... meat. Listen to the meat.
1: Keep listening to the meat. Uh, great. Thank you again, Brian. I know you're always too kind to us performers, but, like, being on the front line there was, uh, you know... You're doing the Lord's work out there, and uh, I do appreciate what you're doing. So,
4: no, and I'll yeah, yeah, I see you guys again eventually after all this is done. So,
1: yeah, I'm back come take 301. Yep. Do the important I stuff.
2: Trying, that's what I was trying
0: to, <laughs>
2: Jake. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, God, everything I normally plug is a live performance. Uh, uh, keep an eye on my social media. Wake up with Jacob. I'm putting together some live, uh, we improv shows and, um, yeah, I just finished the final fourth edit on the book today. So that'll go back to my editor. So keep an eye out for my book, which I'll also be on my social media. at Wake up with Jacob.
1: Awesome. Um, I'm at Jar Simpson on Instagram. I'm going to have some dumb stuff going up there pretty soon. <laughs> maybe the nba playoffs i don't know what i'm doing but it should be kind of fun uh uh, woohoo improv on facebook to stay up to date on all my workshops and stuff uh i have some starting this week they're really cheap giving some of that money to the ucb people who are laid off uh and i'm doing jams and a couple free workshops as well because i know money is tight so that's Open to anyone anywhere in the world. Uh Woohoo Improv on Facebook at Jar Simpson on Instagram is where you can find all that info. Um great. The Meet has a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Meet Improv. Um, and uh we're on all the platforms. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on The
2: Meet! The Meet
1: Improv.